International. Damas y caballeros, bienvenido a episodio 30 de Yo Conocí Nada, I Learned Nothing. Me llamo Benjamín, soy profesor de filosofía y este es mi estudiante, Patricio Dean. Hola, puto. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, bueno, uh, tu, tu boca es mi corazón, wey. Mi boca es tu corazón. Tu, uh... Tu grande, caliente boca, siempre mi corazón. Ay, qué peligroso. Ah, sí, grande. Sí. Ok, welcome o, to... Oso baboso. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know that much Spanish. Bombastic bear. That's what you just said. You know, sometimes I forget that you speak Spanish. Well, I just reminded I you, I don't bitch. ever... I, I know that, that you're a you're a Spanish, but yeah. a lot of times I, I don't hear you speak Spanish very often. So when I do, it's always a it's it's a sick pleasure. <laughs> sick pleasure. I'm always I'm like I'm always proud when I hear you speak Spanish. I'm like hell yeah. No, that's very thing. nice. You can speak more than one language. I'm so jealous of anyone who can speak more than one language who, who can fuck well, and you can do both. <laughs> I've, well, seen, I've seen both. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if we had that kind of relationship? I just watch you fuck. Yeah, it's because I'm a it's because I'm a Spaniard. Yeah, you're a Latin lover. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Latin lover. <laughs> yeah, dude. God damn you. Aren't you? <laughs> Think about it, you know? Okay, this is episode 30 of I Learned Nothing. They Hello. S- yeah, they say 30 is a new 20, so it's actually episode 20. Yeah, so now, so now we're, we're back. We're, we're in a recurring loop. Yeah, this oh sucks. no. We'll never get past episode 29, Bean. Doing well, this episode for 10 years, still episode 29. Fuck. Well, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Because what are we talking about today? Archetypes. The archetypes. Yeah. All right. And they repeat over and over again. Mm-hmm. These are these uh, uh, shadows of our psyche. Right. That haunt our dreams and build well, our myths. Yeah, dude. And this yeah. is, so our podcast is about philosophy. You know? It's about philosophy. I guess you gave the intro in Spanish, but for our, for all the El Blancos out there. Yeah. Para los Blancos. Este es una podcast sí. de filosofía. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a podcast of philosophy. You know what? Let's not explain it. You yeah. better fucking learn Spanish before you understand this. You know what? Right. You know yeah. what? Hey, welcome to Texas, motherfucker. Learn Spanish, <laughs> right? And if, oh, but if you're not outside of Texas, you know what? Fuck you. Move to Texas. It's fun. It's fun here. We, we have, have so much space. Fun. We have a lot of space here. I have fun here, man. I fucking wake up just having fun. Yeah. Go to bed just having fun. It's like a fun house, but it's a state. It's a state. It's a, it's a fun state. Yeah. It's a state, a state of, of fun. It's a state of fun. Texas, um, a state of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Houston, fun guy. Yeah. Who else? Um, Austin, Steven Austin. Steve, Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I will say that uh, Steve Austin, uh, you know. He's uh, pretty fun. The founder. He's the founder of Texas. Yeah. yeah. Texas 316. I will say that that, that goddamn fucking... Uh, this is a disastrous intro. No, hold on. No, it's not. What was it? The Stephen <laughs> F. Austin goddamn uh, bar, you know, in that hotel? Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. It's so expensive. 
It's so funny. I like, and, and it's a stain on the reputation of Stephen F. Austin right. from here on out. Yeah. I remember going, like, they, they do, they do stuff there for, for Moon Tower every year for the, for the comedy festival in, in Austin. And they like, you, you go there and it's like, Hey, you got like two, like two free drinks. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, cool. Then later on, you're like, Hey, I'll have a Lone Star. And like, yeah, that'll be, you know, $39. Yeah. And you're like, oh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, goodbye. I'm going to mugshots. Yeah. And you have to tip your fucking left arm. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You have your first fu- yeah, the pledge fidelity. Yeah. You know how long that takes to grow back? So long. Yeah. How tight would it be if we could do that? Like lizards? It would be pretty tight. Yeah. I mean, that's why the lizard people rule us because they can regrow limbs and they have great attitudes. Yeah. <laughs> they're just optimistic. No one ever talks about how the lizard people who rule us, how great their attitudes are. It's always like, oh, they're evil lizard people. Hey, maybe you're a fucking bigot towards lizards, f- fucker. Yeah. Forker, you ever think of that? Well, I'm sure those people who are, who are uh, uh, slinging aspersions to our uh, lizard over masters yeah lizard masters uh don't recognize how fun it is to be a fucking lizard man yeah just grow your limbs back you can run up walls yeah that's pretty cool you wouldn't if you were a lizard man Mm -hmm. you wouldn't tell me that you wouldn't and you ruled the world and you ran up walls and you you know you fucking just went outside to the the sun and sunbathed and ate flies i would i would feel amazing just lick your eyeball right have a great time i have the fucking greatest time i ruled the world a lizard man, lizard man. Yeah. I would be a lizard. <laughs> I'm cold blooded, baby. Eating lots of flies. Imagine that. But imagine that. Imagine that. that. Imagine that. Nas, you know, true words are never spoken. Real wordsmith. Nas featuring Lauren Hill. Yeah. If I ruled the world. Both lizard people. Both lizard people, yeah. yeah. Which I guess would explain a lot about Lauren Hill, her insanity. Apparently, she's insane. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I, th- I just thought she uh, didn't pay her taxes. She didn't pay her taxes, and I think she didn't pay her taxes because there's some sort of weird, insane reasoning for why. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I was born in the woods. So I don't pay taxes. And it's like okay, it's just she weird. might have been. She might have been. I mean, she probably wasn't. I she probably she was wasn't in New Jersey. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, she from like I've just read like articles that she's just like this crazy person, which sucks. What if she was born in the Pine Barrens? I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I would. I would go outside. How, and how much with the sky? How much would that change your life? It would. It would. You know what's so funny is that that is such a crazy thing to think about, but it wouldn't change your life at all. Yeah. You know. All right. So the archetypes. <laughs> Lauren Hill, the Fugees. Lauren Hill. Well, she's an archetype. I'll say. I'll say this before we actually get started with our goddamn podcast. Yeah. Um, recently, re-listened uh, to the score by the Fugees. They uh-huh. hit platinum record from 1995 i believe yeah fuck it's fucking amazing it's still good man is that the main one it's still good that was their big one the one that was it's 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 mostly black and then they're kind of in the shadows uh yeah and they're looking all cool and shit yeah they're also the group is mostly black but (laughs) so a predominant the fuji's a predominantly african-american group uh but they fucking uh yeah that album's so good the only problem is that they have skits on the end of every single song like telling a story yeah they're pretty bad there's one where it's like these guys enter a chinese shop I actually really like that one. I know the one you're talking about. I mean, I thought it was hilarious when I was 11, but I listen, like, I'm 33. I listen to it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, color me 11, because... Yeah, I will. I still I, like I'll, it. I'll call you 11. I don't know how you do that. Bitch. Do whatever I want. All right, well, good So what you. are these archetypes? All right. Our philosophy podcast for idiots. Our philosophy podcast... So this is a philosophy podcast for idiots. Yes. Uh, by idiots. Well, yeah. um, like half an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I just started this podcast in Spanish for no reason. Well, you can speak it, and, you know, everyone should learn. 
They should, yeah. It's a fun language, dude. I see people speaking Spanish. They look like they're having the time of their lives. They look like, like this guy works Santos, okay? Mm-hmm. He's talking to this girl. I don't. I can't pronounce her name. It's like these. Well, that's a weird name, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, 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 it's like Zipania or something. It's like it's like, I've never heard the name before. Is it Estefania? No, it's dude. It's not. It's not, it's it's not, not even anything where, that you where, could recognize. Yeah, where you go? Oh, that's probably Stephanie. It's nothing like that. It's just nonsense. It's just a bunch of like consonants and just nonsense. And so I asked her what her name was. <laughs> And she like told me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh-huh. And then like she left, and I, and I said to Mari, who works there, you know Mari. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What's her name?" And she, and she was like, "I don't know." So I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" No one knows her name. She, she, I don't think she knows her name. I think she made it up. So the point of the story is that <laughs> earlier she was talking to Santos. You don't know what Spanish names sound like. That's that's the point of the story. I guess, but like, so they're talking. And like she's just gabbing on about something, uh-huh. I don't know. And then like she finishes a sentence, and he just goes, "Oh yeah," like that. And I was like, "Fuck, man! I bet they're talking about this. I bet they're having a great conversation." Wait, wait, wait! Oh, yeah. He does that shit all the time. What? Like, like I'll hear him and like Tigre. Uh, we'll be, we'll be in Tiger. The back. Yeah, well, yeah, well, his name's Antonio. He's had 19 names. Uh-huh. So uh, it's, it's, it's Antonio, a.k.a. AKA Tigre, a.k.a. fucking 19 different things. It's very mm-hmm. str- I don't know why you guys do that, but so they're like <laughs> they're back there gabbing away. Santos just yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the noise he makes. In he response goes, to what? I don't know. You can't tell because I don't know what they're talking about. Okay. And then the other it's very interesting. I'm gonna have to do some field research. Just come hang I'm gonna, out. I'm gonna them. come over. I'm gonna I'm gonna come to your work and I'm gonna see what they're. I want to know what Santos is oh, yeah, about. He's it. just yelling. It's, yeah. He just grunts and it's so strange. And like I was talking to uh, this, this this woman who used to work there and and she was who was who was my boss uh, for for about a year and a half and she was like. She was just like, you know, it's weird because like sometimes like I'll talk to Santos and like he'll just be speaking to me in Spanish. And I have no idea what he's saying. It's why I think he's from like <laughs> like, like um, a smaller town, like a, like a very isolated town in Where? Mexico. Because it's like it's like how we talk to some people in America and like Cajuns, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you saying? I think maybe he's a Mexican Cajun or whatever the equivalent of that is. <laughs> so it's wait, just, is he from Mexico? Are they yeah. all are they all from Mexico? They're all from or? Mexico, but Santos. Are you is, sure about that, or yeah. are they maybe from? No, I know. Okay. And I, 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 he told me where he's from. I fucking phrase. I've known the guy for like fucking five years, but like, yeah, uh-huh. sometimes I just don't know what he's saying. But like, he, that guy he's just speaking Spanish. You know, that guy <laughs> just laughs. There's no one I know who likes to laugh more than Santos. Sometimes I'm at work and I'll walk into the kitchen and he'll like look up and see me and just start laughing. Well, <laughs> the big, bit, the big bit at work is that. So the other, the, the, my my manager, <clears throat> excuse me, my manager, a gentleman named Brent, uh-huh. is also bald. Yeah. And so I'm Pelone, mm-hmm. and he's Pelone Dose. Okay? And oh, you're the original Pelone. Oh, yeah. I've worked there way longer than most people. Okay, good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Brent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're fuck my boss. Brent. Fuck you. Anyway, so. Yeah. Number two, Yeah, bitch. yeah, yeah you're Pelone Dose. Yeah. I'm Pelonissimo. Are you Pelonissimo? Well, I call myself that. No one calls me that. <laughs> but I, uh, I've openly called myself that, and just no one, it hasn't, you know. <laughs> I, I, I try to call myself Tex. No one, no one, cool Pat. No one, no one likes my nicknames that I give myself. So fucking. Well, you give yourself shitty nicknames. Nah, man, I'm Tex. So he's. <laughs> so it's You're just. From Virginia. It's just great because like he'll just laugh at anything. Yeah. So like I'll go like the bit that we always do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I always think to myself, there's no way this is gonna make him laugh again. It always does. Yeah. We go to the back. Fucking Brent. We'll just go Pelon Dose Pelon Dose will go Alright check this out And I'll go Hey Pelon To me And I'm like yeah And then he goes Fuck you way And Santos Literally <laughs> This today Santos literally starts 
pounding <laughs> the fucking floor because he's laughing so hard. Yeah. Not the floor, the other tabletop. Yeah. He's pounding his fist because he's laughing. Why is it? He just, he just thinks it's funny that he says, hey, fuck you, dude. He always laughs. He just loves it. There's yeah. no one, and I mean no one, that likes laughing more than fucking Santos, a.k.a. Tito. Well, he loves, name. he loves the show that you and Pallone Dose put on. He, dude, oh, dude, I'm putting on shows. I yeah. go to the back of the kitchen. I'm, I'm, I'm literally singing and dancing for this guy. <laughs> I've been singing songs to him in Spanish for half a decade, yeah. and he loves it. He just thinks it's funny. It just doesn't make, I don't know. You know what, because it, it tickles a part of his psyche. Yeah. That he recognizes. I guess so. All right, he's, Maybe. It's like it's the, the trickster or the jester. Or right. The fool. You could say that I'm the archetype of uh, a, a white dude not knowing he's being uh, culturally insensitive. Boom. Mm. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> or knowing and not caring because I don't care about anything. He probably, well, I don't think he does either. No, Santos is fucking far gone, dude. That guy, <laughs> that guy's been behind a grill for the last like thirty years, and he, he's and he's brain. only twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah, he's just time traveling. Yeah, he uh, he's something else. Santos is the man. If you ever come by the tavern, well, this like, this hey, episode is dedicated to Santos. This is to Santos. Get a Tito's queso, named after him, because again, his name's Tito. Or Wait. Santos. I don't know. I don't know which one is real. <laughs> Wait. It's Tito. It's, his name Santos. is Tito or it's Santos. Or it's Santos. Yeah. Could be either one. I don't know. There's another Schrodinger's cat <laughs> situation. I don't know. Yeah. I opened a fucking box instead of a dead cat. It's just Santos. It's either Santos or it's Tito. Or it's Tito. That's maddening. Well, and, and inspiring. And <sighs> I don't even know. Sometimes I go to the back and I go, hey, Tito. And he goes, yeah. And I go, I love you. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> and I go, do you love me? And he goes, I promise. We have a weird relationship, dude. I yeah, tell it sounds him, like it. <laughs> I tell him I love him all the time. And sometimes I just tell him to shut Like, he'll just tell me to shut up. I'll tell him to shut up. And this is refl- like, like, I'll, someone's go back there and I'll be like. Okay, hold on. I, have, I gotta stop you because we've been. <laughs> this is. We're like 10 minutes in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we we got to start. We got to get on to this. You know, are interested is, in our personal life, you know? Well, this is fascinating and I want to hear more. Yeah. But let's uh, let's at least give them a little of why they're here in the first place. Oh, yeah. So not okay. to talk about, you know, your fucking uncle Santos. Yeah. My uncle Santos you were or Aunt Tito. Oh, um, shit. But uh, it's very uh, fluid gender assignments. <laughs> Santos is not. Yeah, I'll just say the comments I've heard that guy make in the past. I well, don't think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I don't think he's a fan. I don't think he's got that. <laughs> I'll tell you a story when we're done. <laughs> okay, it's really funny. All, right. all listeners, you're listening. I'll never tell you the story. It's fucking funny. <laughs> You'll really like it. Or just we'll put it. You know what? We're gonna start a Patreon, and if you uh, <laughs> if you pledge money, yeah. you can hear the story. We'll or put just, it on there. <laughs> you see me in person, say, "Hey, what's that story?" I'll fucking yeah. don't give a shit. Or just fucking make them pay for it. Come see me live. I tell jokes. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, the archetypes. The archetypes, Ben. So how do you do? You know anything about them? Yeah. What? What? Like what? Well, there's a Superman archetype in comics. You know about that? Okay. Well, okay. No, that's interesting. I don't know that, really. What do you mean by that? Superman is a first superhero by our imagination. Or the not by our imagination, by our definite. Like, the way you think of a superhero, uh-huh. Superman was literally the first one. That's why the first the superhero. One. So yeah. what, 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 makes him, what makes him a superhero, though? What defines a superhero? He, and, how does, and how does Superman fulfill that definition? Uh, a, as someone who has like, like superhuman powers, abilities... Um, uh, has a mission, things like that. Okay. Yeah. 
I actually know a little bit about archetypes. Okay, good. Well, this is great because actually this will be easier for me because... Uh, the first time you're not struggling to explain something to a slack job fucking moron who just, talk, who just wants to talk about Santos the whole time. I want to talk about Santos now. I love that guy so okay. much. We're not, I'm not the one, this is so tragic, too, because it's the one topic that you actually have some knowledge about and you refuse to talk about it. I, I cannot tell you. You just want to talk about one guy who you work with. I'm not. Who has probably no idea what you're saying. No. Yeah. I, and I'm you gonna, don't have any idea what he's saying. I, I'm not going to, but I want to talk about Santos so bad right now. Okay. But I won't. Don't worry. We'll leave it. We'll leave it to later. We can talk about Santos towards the end here because okay. I'm sure we can find a way to relate it. Oh, I bet I fucking can. Yeah, he's a fucking hero. I bet. My point is that. Okay. So there are so many characters that are just Superman. Yeah. Because there's like there's really when you come down to it there's like five or six types of like superhero and one of them is just a Superman superhero. You know. What are the five types? Um, if you could, if you could categorize. Let me think. I don't even know if it's really five, but there's there's definitely well, whatever. The Superman. Okay. Yeah. There's the science-based, the gadget guy, you know? Oh, so gadget. is that like... Who's that? Like that. Like Iron Man? Oh. That... Well, yeah, well, yeah I, I guess more like... Um, no, yeah, you're right. It's, it's more like Iron Man. I guess I guess super... Like, well, Batman... Well, is, Batman's kind of like that, too. He's, he's a guy who doesn't have uh, natural superpowers. Yeah, there, there's the guy who's a, who, who's an everyman, okay? Kind of like a Batman. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of times those guys are like super rich. It's like him, Moon Knight, people like that. Are people who come from? Very That's definitely Iron Man too. Iron Man's just rich and is smart and has fucking guys. Yeah, I guess you could probably put them in the same kind of thing. Someone who's a science based guy. A lot of times is somebody who has, uh, yeah, means so they can create these things. Right. Um, there are um, the magic based people. Mm-hmm. And then fuck, let me think. Is Superman a magic based one? No, he's not magic. He's vulnerable to magic. So, but but where does he get his power from? The yellow sun. Yeah, okay, but if you had to uh, generalize that, what does that mean? What do you mean? So well, you like, need cause it's, planet. That's right, cause, so it's not magic, but it's not science either, necessarily. No, it is science. That's why he's vulnerable to magic. Because well, when he's under a red sun, he has no powers. Right, but so his his superpowers come from... It's not it's not magic. No. And it's not him coming up with gadgets. Yeah. It's a natural proclivity somehow. Yeah. So there's, there's people like that. Okay. Yeah. So that's um, Superman. Yeah. Okay. And then there's people who I guess that's about it really. I mean as far as as I can think. I mean then there's the, the magic thing you could also kind of be like oh there's kind of there's also like mythic people uh-huh. like Thor, Aquaman, people like that, people who mythic are thing. Okay, so mythic people. Yeah. That's something we'll we'll get into. Thor. Yeah. So actually, this More is great. Rare. So actually, this is great that you know a lot about comic books because this is the first time anyone's ever said that sentence and meant it. Usually it's, oh no, it's, it's fun that you have that interest. And I just look at my mom like, oh my God, <laughs> you believe this it's guy. Actually, it actually plays into this like very well. Just me and Thanksgiving dinner. But the thing that no one talks about with Moon Knight, no one even knows who that is. <laughs> Moon, Knight is. Moon Knight better be the next breakout. They've tried to make him a breakout. A character for years he just won't break out uh-huh. but he's the he's the best dude well maybe he hasn't reached puberty yet no way he's not bad well, he's got to break out right no bad you're, you're embarrassing yourself <laughs> well i probably am honestly i can't talk more about moon knight because if we start talking about moon knight this podcast <laughs> is going to turn to moon knight we can't that can't okay happen. okay okay <laughs> Let's stop. i like this too much okay well i like five things this is one of them well, this is you're gonna love this. I think you're gonna love this fucking episode, dude. Because we're doing exactly what you love. Yeah. So, this, so the archetypes are basically the uh, the structure that 
uh, allowed for comic books to be a thing in the first place. Yes. Okay. And uh, the way they became a thing is because they, the, the archetypes are basically this idea that this guy named Carl Jung came up with. Yes. Have you heard of Carl, Carl Jung? I know who he is. I don't know anything about okay, him. Okay. So he's this, uh, he's this Swiss fuck. Uh, Swiss. Yeah, he's Swiss. It sucks. <laughs> Why does it suck? What do they do? Nothing. What? Are the, what not the really. Not not They're, really anything. <laughs> it is so strange to me. They like standing by and pretending like nothing's their problem. What's? It's so crazy Fuck to look Swiss, at like you know maps what? of World War Two and you see all these different battles going on and, and like it's like okay there's this f- fight happening this yeah. fight this occupatory there's this and then there's just Switzerland literally in the middle of it right in the middle just, right there. in the middle not doing a goddamn thing not lifting their finger but you know what what I'll kind of give it to them because they've been doing that for like 800 years yeah I guess it's just their thing they just figured it out they figured out this really cool fucking way to be which is like hey we're not gonna get involved with anything we are weird mountain people yeah, and uh, we're going to make sure that our shit is taken care of, and we're not going to fuck with anybody else. And we're going to do that for eight hundred years. Yeah, okay. And then no one fucks with them for eight hundred years. I think a quarter of them speak Italian. Some of them speak Italian. Some of them speak what is Romance. that shit? What is that shit about? It's just a different language. What are you doing? Why? Yeah, hey, hey, why, <laughs> why are you speaking Italian? Because they're right above Italy. Some of them, some of the people who live in Switzerland, right above Italy, speak. Italian it bothers me. Well, you should <laughs> go and invade them. Yeah, well, tell, them, do tell them what you think. Show up, me and Moon Knight kick some ass. <laughs> anyway, this guy Carl Gustav Jung. Gustav. Yeah. Weird. Spelled uh, J U N G. So he was born in Switzerland John. in 1875. Died in 1961. Whoa. All right, and uh, he was the student of a very famous Jew. Guess who he was? Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Your fucking Jew dad. Your fucking Jew dad. No, I don't know. No. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me guess. Okay, hold on. So what year was it? So born in 1875, died okay. in 1961. And he was, he was a student of a famous Jewish American. Not so, Jewish American. That's why I call everyone. Okay. Well, you're wrong. I thought people from Africa are African Americans. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah, this, this is wrong. I'll tell you one thing: America first. I love this country. So, <laughs> All right. I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> Pat uh, Trump over here. Was it fucking uh, Nietzsche? No, he wasn't Jewish. And it's Nietzsche. Oh, I forget that he wasn't Jewish and how to say his name. Uh, okay, let me guess. Fucking oh, that. Uh, well, no, because it's probably too early. Um, I was going to say the guy at Lasty we talked about. Uh, okay, I'm going to say it was. Well, Karl Marx wasn't. He was Lutheran, right? Or something? No, no. It's So think later. I don't know. Psychiatrist. Oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> Freud? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll give it to you. Fine. Sigmund Freud. He's a student of Sigmund Freud. Have we discussed him yet? We haven't discussed him he's, yet. Well, I think I thought about asking about him, but is he really a philosopher? Is he like... Well, he he's is. not a philosopher per se, but he has influenced philosophy so much. Yeah. That sometimes we ben, should probably talk talk about him. Ben. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. A cigar is just a cigar. Mm-hmm. So. Also, he loves sucking dick. But also, like, it's <laughs> annoying that he said that. That always that quote always bothered me. Why? Because it's like, hey, man, just because you like something, like, just because like you, I, I don't like it when people are like, oh, when I do it, it's it's, it's not. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude. Why does that make you feel uncomfortable? Not that I'm uncomfortable. It annoys me because it's he's being a hypocrite. Why does that annoy you? 
Because he's like, he's saying like, he basically, my, look, my understanding of Sigmund Ford that he's saying everyone wants to suck a dick. He's mm-hmm. saying every single person wants to have oral <laughs> sex with a man. Is what I understand. And then when someone goes, well, you smoke cigars. And he goes, well, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. It's like, well, no. Well, why do you think that he's, he's saying that everybody wants to suck a dick? I mean, I don't really believe that. But I'm saying that it's annoying to me that he's saying a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And then when someone puts it on him, he goes, well, no, it's not me. Well, it sounds like you're projecting. Yeah. That's yeah. all I do. Have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> well, uh, you just got freuded, my friend. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he's- Son of a bitch! <laughs> I got outclassed by Sigmund Freud? Yeah, well, he just... Oof. It's kind of bullshit. He just puts it on you, and, and it's like, well, why does that make you uncomfortable? And then you're like, well, you know, I just think it sucks that, like, you're talking about how everyone else wants to suck a dick just Except because you. they're... Uh, smoking a cigarette and that doesn't make sense that you get to uh, an out and uh, 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 and then he's like uh huh so tell me a little bit more about your relationship with your son mother son of a bitch this and you're guy. like motherfucker no wonder he's the best who's the best damn slash he's kind of an intellectual hack but that's oh, really? a different that's a different issue oh, fair enough so hold on so this guy's student was this John character Jung yeah J- sorry it's okay it, it's alright you can call him Jung I <laughs> Jung. Yeah. Anyone, no one Jung. calls him Jung. He's the only person. I look at his name. That would be the funny. <laughs> yeah, his name's Jay. Hey, excuse me, Mr. Hey. Jung, party of two. It's Jung! As, as I'm, he's walking up. That's what I love when you mispronounce someone's name in that situation. Yeah. Like, Jung, party of Jung. two. And they have to, like... It's no, you're Part wrong. Of, yeah. Okay, hey asshole, I'm just walking you to the fucking table. <laughs> Sit down, stupid. Part. What kind of wine do you want? I'll make a recommendation. Just shit like that. Jung, Jung, Jung party of one. Corral Jung. Uh, <laughs> let me recommend a bottle of wine. Uh, our Cabernet. finest Cabernet for Mr. Jung. <laughs> Gotta be so. I bet. I bet he would take that personal. Mm-hmm. So what's his fucking deal? Well, okay. So his what fucking he have to deal. Prove? Uh, well, he's got a lot to prove, I guess. He has some theories. Want to hear these theories? I'm down. I'm so down. Okay. <clears throat> so let's start with his idea of the collective unconscious. Okay. Okay. Sure. Have you heard of that term before? Um, I believe so. Okay. Do you know what it is? I think it's a thing where it's um, we all kind of have the same sort of uh, imagery. It's like how multiple cultures have that, you know, snake eating its tail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the same motifs, yeah. the same uh, themes. Would you ever get a tattoo of a snake eating its tail? No. What about Ray stripper. Romano eating its tail? <laughs> Ray Romano eating its tail? I'm obsessed with, with replacing famous um, tattoos with Imagery? Ray Romano's face. So like, <laughs> and it's like, ma. So like the comedy tragedy mask with both Ray Romano. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like yin yang, so, but it's, they're both Ray Romano. So, <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Actually, this is great because... I think he'd think that was funny. Yeah, and when we go through the different archetypes... So there's... Okay, so just to give you a little taste. Sure. The archetypes are uh, the animus, the anima, the uh, um, the shadow, the self, the hero, the trickster. Um, and now I'm just thinking of all these... Just as Ray, Ray Romano. Romano. Ray Romano. <laughs> like, what if it was like <laughs> Thor holding Molnir? Uh-huh. But instead of Thor's face, it's Ray Romano. Like it's obviously Ray Romano. Or Molnir is uh, on either side of the the hammer, yeah. like the faces of the hammer that you beat uh-huh. people with. 
It's just the face of Ray, Ray Romano. Romano. <laughs> I mean, it's so f- Ray Romano is such an interesting character to me. One time we were driving back from New Orleans, and uh, our friend Jared Hawley kept doing an impression of Ray Romano, but just him saying "I'm coming." And I, I can't, I can't do a Ray Romano voice, but just. Picture Ray Romano's weird voice saying, I'm coming. Yeah. Like but coming from Jared Hawley, which is a very different voice. Incredibly different. Yeah. Made a fun time. That sounds great. I'm pissed off that you didn't record that. Yeah. That actually would have been really funny. That would have been really fucking funny. So what is this fucking... So this guy has these... What does he do? All right. So collective unconscious. Yes. The collective unconscious is... Okay. So we actually have to kind of circle back a little bit. It's like how we all think I'm funny. What? It's collective unconscious. Like we all think it, you know? Yeah, sure. How hilarious I am. Just effortlessly. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just nothing to me. You know? Right, but when we're conscious, we're just like, Pat, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, that's also the... And then, they, and then you're forgotten. Yeah, that's all, that's the... Right. Yeah. But then you exist in the dreams of uh, of your victims. <laughs> my victims. That's, yeah. like, that's what I call my, my audience members. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, victims. Um, so, so Freud is... His, his famous contribution is basically saying that... A lot of the things that motivate our behavior is dictated by our un- unconscious. Um, okay. So when you say when you when you made a decision, like you just took a sip of your beer, what made you do that? Um, the sound of your voice was getting to me, so I was like, I gotta gotta take a fucking beer. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. Well, no, that's valid. You could say that. Sometimes I have like a thing of water at mm-hmm. work, and I just drink it, and I'm not thirsty at all. You're not thirsty at all. No, you I just, just drink, drink it. The water, and it's based off of what? I don't know. You I, can't tell. You can't water. tell me. I pour the water, and I stare at the water, and then I drink the water. <laughs> the life and times of Pat Dean. Um, it's the name of my novel. But you never. But okay. <laughs> what a boring sense. I pour the water. I stare at the water. I, I drink, drink the, the water. water. <laughs> it's a trilogy. <laughs> okay, but so when you drink the water, <laughs> yeah. The draw that I poured and stared at. Yeah. Um, I guess did you this. did you do that consciously? Did you take the sip consciously? I don't think so. You don't think so? You, th- Not you probably water. just did it automatically, right? Yes. And you did it. Something compelled you to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know what. You don't have a memory of of it telling you to do anything. Yeah, I guess right? it happens with other things. Where like it happens with a lot of. I'll things. sit and I'll order a beer from the bartender. Mm-hmm. Say thank you, sir. Tip him. Give him a bright coin. Okay. Yeah. And like, I'll look at the beer. Like and be- Scrooge and fucking <laughs> yeah. Christmas tale. Yeah, I'm, a fuck, I'm a fucking jerk yeah. off, dude. So like, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll order a beer, and my intention is to drink the entire beer, you know. But it's mm-hmm. not like I get the beer and just drink it all at once. Like, I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not a teenager. Uh-huh. So it's like it's it, it's weird that like my thing is like I'm gonna order a beer. And I'm going to drink this whole thing, mm. not all at once. And I don't even remember drinking it. Half the time I look at it, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's almost gone. Better get another. Yeah. You know? But you're just, you, so you don't remember drinking it. You never make a no. conscious decision to tr- take each sip. Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes you do. But like, for the most part, no, especially from the most. Alone, yeah. I, I do most of my drinking alone. I drink alone. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, so, so do I, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm so sick of people. This saying, is the only time I get to drink socially. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a whole bit about it, so I won't mm. do the bit. But like, it, it annoys me. People are like, Oh, you drink alone? That's weird. It's, like, oh, it's the best. The yeah. point is that, like, especially when I'm alone, I'm like reading a book or like reading uh, news articles online or whatever, mm. Facebook shit like that. I'll just drink the beer, and not realize I'm doing it. I feel like if I'm with someone, I feel yeah. like I make a more conscious choice to drink. Uh, the but beer. yeah, okay, sure. But when you're by yourself, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, brother. Just start crying. Yeah, let's cheers. cheers. Let's cheers to that. This, God, this alcohol has destroyed so many lives in my family, yeah. you know? Well, here's two. Um, <laughs> You're not my family. We, we wouldn't have you for both reasons. Jesus. <laughs> Hey, it's, they're Irish. It's not my fault. That's true. Yeah, I don't blame them. It's not my fault. That's fine. I'm just, I'm, born, I'm just born into a history of racism. Well, my mom is super racist back, so there you go. Which is so funny. It's yeah. so funny <laughs> when people who aren't white are like racist. I'm just like, what are, what are you doing? Huh? Living her best life. That's our thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, leave us alone. That's funny. I might write that down. Um, okay, so... When you're by yourself and you're just drinking yourself to death, slowly, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not really doing it consciously, right? Each no. sip is not a conscious thing. No. Um, so what is compelling you to keep sipping that slow-acting poison that's eventually going to kill you? Because it's in front of me. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? It's a thing where it's like, it's, it's in front of me and it's all... But just because it's in front of you, why... Um, I don't know. Let's see unconscious. Yeah. Is basically the answer. Okay. That's what Freud postulated. He goes, okay, so a lot, probably like 80 to 95% of our behavior uh, is driven by our unconscious. How All much? 80 to 95%. Wow. Like, so. Says who? Well, it says Freud. And that's the problem is that uh, that's not really scientifically backed up. Um, so that's another thing we'll get into. That cigar sucking freak. Yeah, but basically, think of uh, think of your mind or your psyche. Okay. So psyche is what's important here. The word psyche is like kind of uh, what your mind is, right? Yeah. And, and the parts of it are the things that dictate your behavior. And there are certain levels of it. Um, and it's best to think of it as like an iceberg. So one an iceberg little- wedge. With extra bacon and take away the salad, just a plate of bacon. <laughs> My favorite kind of salad. <laughs> so it's an iceberg. So it's not even a salad. It's no, just, it's we're just, just bacon. talking about yeah. literally a no, no. Just we're going back to the iceberg. Look, I look the way I look for a fucking reason. Man. Okay. Mostly it's bacon and beer. All right, so you got to get back so to the depressed. iceberg. Okay, you go. have to have an iceberg diet, dude. <laughs> An iceberg diet, yeah, just suck ice. Yeah, you just got to suck ice. Hey, why don't you go suck an iceberg? What if that was my new insult? Well, you can just tell people to suck ice. Hey, why don't you suck ice, friend? Oh, that's a good thing to say to these hecklers yeah. that are ruining my life. Anyway. Follow me around. Think, <laughs> think of an iceberg, right? You see, like, the peak of it. It comes above the water. Yeah. Right? How much of that iceberg is above the water? Not a lot. Not a lot. And I'll tell you, brother, hmm. when I was, like, young and I, and I found that out. <laughs> how scary was that, right? It's crazy. Okay, so Same that's... Same thing, how fucking... You know, like North America and South America, right? They're just mm-hmm. kind of floating. Okay. We, we, okay. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they're, 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 it's land. They're not tethered. They're just kind of floating kind in of. the water. They're not really floating. You know what I mean? I don't think I do. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? It's like Hawaii. So There's Hawaii is... Because <laughs> Hawaii is like... Maybe not Hawaii... <laughs> I think like islands are like connected to the ground, like to like the crust, like the ground, the well, actual. All ground land ocean. is connected to the ground. No, I, I, I think you're wrong. They're not floating above the ocean. Someone told me they were. Who said that? I think I read it. To, it seemed that's weird. not true. No, that's not See, true. It seemed weird when I read that. No, all all land, all land that exists above. The, this is not even part of the topic, but 
I need to clear this up I because read you, this. you can't be thinking this because this is a, a huge error. <laughs> well, see, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, and then this thing. Then, then I read a thing and I go, "Wow, it's crazy." You believe something your whole life, and it turns out you're fucking no. Dead. Islands are not floating above the ocean. All islands are just part of like earth or land that poke up above the ocean. See, that's what I fucking thought, but then this goddamn article told me that's not the case. Who is that? Who said that? I don't know. Tell me who that is. I feel like a fucking concerned father now. Maybe I can look this up. I want to find this person. I want to beat him up for making you think this See, totally erroneous sure. thing. Let me look this up. Okay, so you, you, we're getting you, you, off topic. Yeah, you keep spewing your bullshit, and I'll look, I'll look this up. <laughs> All right, so basically, the mind is, is, or the psyche is like an iceberg. Part of it exists above sea level, right? And that's conscious life. That's uh, consciousness. That's what we know. That's what we remember. That's what we sort of have a, an understanding of. And then below that, below the surface, which is 95% of what motivates our behavior, that's what's going on mostly. And that's what's making you sip those sips of beer when you're by yourself. That's what what's making you do these automatic uh behaviors or whatever it is okay yeah so by, by the way i'm going to confirm what you said okay <laughs> but anyway this really makes me mad what does because that like a year ago i read you a were tricked you were yeah, tricked by, by the this? internet yeah a year Sorry, ago man. and i was like well that's crazy and then i kind of forgot about well, it so you stick just, with me kid because i'm gonna fucking make sure that you don't believe you this. just brought it up and, and 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 put my life into a goddamn tailspin well it's almost like you can't believe things on the internet <laughs> then what's the point of the internet yeah kind of it's annoying um so yeah <laughs> don't believe everything you read on the internet i read somewhere that uh native american men can't grow facial hair i mean that's like sort of true but not really that's what i'm saying and then i looked up the internet and the internet was like that's not true but, yeah but, it's but, not but, totally true but, i mean there's a genetic predisposition predisposition okay, for, for Native Americans to not grow a ton of facial hair. Same with Asians. Yes. East Asians. Yeah. Okay, but that doesn't mean like none of them can. Some of them do. Well, I've never seen one. Have you? I haven't, but that's not an argument for saying that they can't. Well, it just makes you think. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. It does make you think. Yeah. Do you know why I read that? I read that in where? a comic book about Wolverine. Because <laughs> people were in the letters column, people were like debating about you know, Wolverine's past and someone was saying that maybe he's, you know, Native American, but he can't be because he had all this facial hair. And I was like, that's fucking interesting. Native Americans like, can't grow sideburns. That's for God. Well, I know sure. I did. Well, apparently. So and I fucking, Wolverine had some fucking sideburns. 20 years there, I looked it up. I feel like an idiot. Well, all right. <laughs> so anyway, back to these icebergs. So this iceberg. So basically the psyche, right? The unconscious. Yes. This is what we have to get to. This yeah. is another Dow episode. We're already off the, off the rails. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I like it. People said that was our best episode. Some people Pe did. People are saying, "Dow, Dow, we doing? That Dow, you doing? We're doing great." <laughs> I've said that to so many people at my bar job. I was welcome to Dow, you doing? And they don't. They just think I, they misheard. Yep. Well, anyway, so okay, so Freud says that there's the unconscious. The unconscious is this part of our psyche that dictates most of our behavior. Okay. All right. And uh, it's something that we don't really have immediate access to. This is where our dreams come from. So Freud wrote this book called The Interpretation of Dreams. Have you heard oh, okay. of it? Yes. Okay. He wrote it in 1901, and it's pretty important, and it talks about how a lot of our neuroses, a lot of the problems that we experience psychologically in our lives, they're expressed 
symbolically in some way through our dreams. And if you learn how to interpret your dreams, you can kind of figure out what hangups you have. And then when you address them immediately, you'll be able to solve whatever neurosis you have. Okay. That's the theory. Doesn't really work in real life, but... Son of a bitch. It was a good guess. Man, for a second, I was like, I can just do this to solve my problems. But you're saying it's it's all bullshit. Well, so it's not all bullshit. Ben Sherlock is claiming that it's all bullshit. I didn't say that, and I'm not claiming that. Well, you said it, but we had to edit it out. It's kind of bullshit, but it's not not totally bullshit. This is where it's complicated, because you could quote me as saying it's fucking bullshit, and it kind of is, and it probably will be proved to be bullshit, but there's a bit of... There's a bit of truth to it. Hmm. There's a bit of a... What's it? There's a good hunch behind it. Okay. Okay. So that's what Freud says. Now, Freud's theory is... A, his theory, he didn't really get to develop it that much. Uh, but that's where his student, Jung... Jung. Jung. <laughs> Carl Jung. Let's just call him Jung. Oh, yeah. Jung, Jung sound so better? funny. You know, you know why? It sounds terrible. It sounds like Jung, Jung. It sounds like the, the beginning of fucking uh, Law and Order. Yeah, so Carl, Carl Jung, Jung. Carl Jung, Jung. <laughs> Love that noise. How the fuck do they make that noise? It's so satisfying. It's just... Probably someone saying Carl Jung. Carl Jung, <laughs> mispronouncing his name. A stutter saying yeah, Jung Jung. Um, so Carl Jung Jung, sorry. Yeah, come on, Ben. Show some <laughs> he, respect. So he has this other theory. He kind of takes that theory and kind of goes a little further with it. And he says that the unconscious is not just the individual unconscious. It's not just the thing that lives in each one of us. But there's a well, shared yeah. there's a shared unconscious <clears throat> through us all as a species. As a species, yeah. The nature of the species. Kind of, yeah. And then the theory is that there's this thing called the collective unconscious. And the collective unconscious is this uh, sort of level of motivation or desire or whatever you want to call it, impulse, okay, uh, that exists before, before you're even conscious of it like it's it's something that exists across all members of us across all cultures yeah and they manifest themselves in ways that are uh pretty recognizable it's like on a cellular level not you pass this along kind of kind of so remember when we were talking about memes with uh the new atheist episode oh yeah they like dank memes yeah dank the meme, meme lords meme, the meme lords. lords yeah meme lord richard dawkins he really is a meme lord because he fucking hates god but fair enough yeah so he's a meme uh i don't know meme officiate or something but uh <laughs> but basically what what Jung is saying? <laughs> Jung. Jung. It's fun to just. It's yeah, just mispronounces the shit out of his name. Dude, sometimes it's fun to be a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so bad boy, yeah. right? Okay, so uh, the bad boy—that's kind of a trope, right? That shows up in a lot of different comic books and a lot of different narratives, a lot right? Of deans. There's, there's a bad boy. Yeah. Like someone who's uh, yeah, a real a real bad dean. Yeah. Right, a bad apple. Who maybe is uh, someone who ends up doing the right thing, but he goes about it by transgressing these laws or yeah, whatever, dude. right? The anti-hero, let's say. Yes. Okay. Now, you see the anti-hero. He shows up in a bunch of different 
scenarios, right? Yeah. Like different comic books, different myths, different stories. And you see them in not just one locality or one culture. You see it in all cultures. Not just the anti-hero, but the hero, right? You or, see it a lot in these religions. Or the maiden, or the... the um, the wise, the wise old man, or the wise old lady, or Egyptian religion, or the trickster, or yeah. these things. You know, they, they sound kind of familiar, right? Loki. Loki is a trickster. He's a trickster. Anansi god. the spider. Anansi the spider is a trickster god. Yeah. So the trickster is an archetypal. Tigre. T- He's a trickster. He could be a trickster. Yeah, is he a trickster? Yeah, a little bit. He's not really a god, though. He's just a line cook that I know. Well, right. So he's not a god, but he's a yeah. trickster. No. He's not a trickster either? Well, no, he's a trickster. He's not a god. How's he a trickster? Yeah, he's just like a silly goose. Does he play tricks on people? Does he fool people? Does he kind of... He'll just like, he'll like say something to me and I go, what? And he'll just insult me. When I think okay. Gonna... And then he's when... not really a trickster at all. He's just like a really silly guy. Well, but when you get insulted by him, what happens? I just laugh. Are you surprised by it? <laughs> I'm always surprised by it. <laughs> <laughs> Five years in, I'm just always surprised. Yeah. What the hell? Well, so so that's that's this is what's interesting about... Um, about the archetypes. What's interesting about the archetypes, Ben? Is that they're motifs that keep showing up over and over and over again. Yes. And you can't ever escape them. And they're shown in new ways or novel ways, but they're still fundamentally the same. Yeah. So you see a trickster, right? Like the Tigre. rogue. The rogue, sure. That's me. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, these elements in are, are part of our collective psyche. They exist uh, in our own... Like, hidden universe. Star Wars, man. So, Star Wars... Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up, because that's a huge part of this. Yeah. So, Star Wars is a perfect example of what's called the monomyth. The Joseph Campbell. The Joseph Campbell monomyth, yeah. What so, say to that, bitch? So, well, I brought the book. Here, look. <laughs> yeah, I saw it before okay. we started recording, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So, that guy... That's why I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look at the book you brought? No, but you know, you knew his name before that. Yeah. So he, he takes his entire cue from Jung. <laughs> I like how funny you find it. I think it's so funny to call him Jung because... Isn't it nice? I've always called him Jung, and that sounds normal. And so when you call him Jung, it just sounds like you're like ho- about to hock a loogie. <laughs> it sounds gross. Yeah, dude. Jung. Jung. Carl Jung. Ah, oh, man, I really junged it last night. Ew. <laughs> went on stage and just junged. No one liked it. <laughs> but anyway... Man, I haven't chunked in like five days. I'm really backed up. <laughs> I'm like, really, I'm, that's why I'm so upset. I'm sorry, guys. Ew. Imagine saying that in, in a meeting at work. I'm just really backed up. Everyone's like, oh, gross. Yeah, what if I you just, just had a meeting I haven't chunked in a while. And you told them when you hadn't jerked off in like five days. And they were like, just expected to be like, okay. I'd be fired. Yeah. You can say that. No. I mean, unless I called it junged. Yeah. And then where they're like, what does that mean? And I don't explain and it. You just wink and you twirl your mustache. Yeah. And then, I, and then I leave. And they'll clearly. be like, was he talking about jerking off? Yeah, like, he can't prove it. Can it's, never prove it. I just clearly left the meeting to go jerk <laughs> off. Left the meeting to masturbate. Sick. Wow. Sick. You know, there's, there's some sick people in the they world. They can't prove it, though. No, that's true. You, you just say it was backed up. <laughs> well, and yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. You're a known pervert. That's all circumstantial evidence. Yeah, fair, well, fair enough. <laughs> so what's about this Campbell guy? So Campbell kind of takes the, the, the collective unconscious idea. Does he? Yes, he does. Yeah. And he says, so there's this, uh, basically this, this depository of these different images in our minds 
that we've developed at, over the course of our species. Hmm. We've developed these images six, of... Over the last 6,000 years. Your Earth is 6,000 years. <laughs> and it's flat. It's flat? Uh, yeah, it's the main... I'm a flat earther, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hide anymore. Yeah. I believe the world is flat, it's 6,000 years old, and it's being held up by a giant waiter. By a giant uh, waiter? What's no. the waiter's name? Uh, Le Garçon du Le Monde, the waiter of the world. But you know, the waiter of the world. we don't have the time to do it. So right. what does this guy do? So anyway, so this guy, he t- so Joseph Campbell takes the cue from uh, Jung and says, so all these elements that are in our collective unconscious, these parts of our uh, like shared experiences as a species, yes, we've kind of collected these uh, these themes, and the way the way Jung describes it is that they're sort of like organs, they're like mental organs. Mm-hmm. And uh, they represent sp- specific, like, experiences that we've had as a species. Something that, so, like, you and I have probably had different experiences about different things, but we've had the same fundamental experiences when it comes to, um, you know, becoming adolescents, going through puberty, uh, um, the first time that we've been separated from our mothers. Uh, the first time that we realize that we're our own person as opposed to this baby that's attached to this other human being. Yeah. Uh, the first time that we realize that we were going to die. Yeah. Right. Like we, some, most of us probably don't remember consciously remember understanding when we were going to die. I'm so glad I don't remember that. I mean, I don't remember memory. Can you imagine that memory? Like exp- that experience where you're like, oh, this thing that, that I'm happy being in, this body that I'm having a I great think time I in. I might remember. Do you? I had a conversation with my mother when I was very young. Uh-huh. My mom is, is a very uh, kind, very uh, bright uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, bearer of light. Mm-hmm. You know, very bubbly, very nice. Yeah. But has always had a very flippant relationship with death where she just talks about death like it's nothing it's very odd and like like i remember one time uh-huh. she picked me up from the from the fucking airport for fucking christmas and we were talking about wait how old were you when this happened? at this point i was like you know 30 or whatever okay so this, this was a few years this is something different okay. we're driving fucking back to my fucking house uh-huh. and um <laughs> she was so like well, dude within the first 15 minutes of being in the car with her she was talking to me about how when when she's old and dying, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to be... Oh, not even dying. She's like, yeah, when I'm a nursing home, I'm going to be on a do not resuscitate, okay? I'm just going to be on it. Yeah. You got to do it. She goes, you got to pull the plug, okay? And I was like, all right. And she was like, look. That's true, yeah. She goes, look, your sister's going to fight you on it. You just got to do it. Jeez, that's and I'm heavy. like, that's okay, so uh, I won't listen to my sister. I'll murder you, mom. Don't worry. But I just remember being a very, uh, being a very whittle boy, mm-hmm. and we were talking about something. I remember saying to her, like, you know... When I have kids, like, like, will you meet my kids? Like, will you, will you know them? And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably I'll meet your kids. Well, when you're saying that to your mom. Yeah. I was, I was like, when I, if I have kids, mm. will you meet my kids? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then maybe when they have kids, you'll meet them. And mom just starts laughing. And she's like, oh, I'll be long gone by then. <laughs> Whoa. Like, oh. And I think that was the first time I was like, oh, yeah, my mom's going to die. I remember that. Is that the first time you remember that? I think. I mean, I. I mean, it's debatable if that's something I fucking. If that's the first time, but I. I first, that's the first time I remember her being like that. Yeah. So that's actually very important, and that that's that's actually really interesting. Yeah. Because which is weird because my mom will never die. 
<laughs> so it's kind of ironic that she said that because my mom will never die. Okay, hold on. So honest question: Were you traumatized when she said that? I don't think so. I th- I, I you don't remember? Think so. Do you have a memory of you being like? Upset. really upset when um, she said that no I, I i don't i don't think i just kind of like well, that's weird okay I, I so think, i don't think i had much of a reaction so here's the theory i'm not i don't necessarily agree with this but the reason why you might not have been super upset by that statement even if you fully understood it yeah was because you knew that it was going to happen anyway and the way you knew that wasn't from her telling you that it's because there's some part of you as a human being some little part of your brain that my cute little boy brain your cute little boy brain that sort of already knew that and that knowledge huh. was passed on from generations before because of generations who had known death and had witnessed death and knew that it was a part of life and so that that's what the that's what the um collective unconscious kind of does is that it's just this residue that mounts up of all the experiences of all the human beings or life forms, whatever it is in a chain that have shared the same experiences that have built them up and have learned to deal with these very traumatic experiences like death, birth also is a traumatic experience, puberty. uh, I I don't remember my birth. I'm kind of rare. You don't remember birth? No, I don't remember being born. Well, that really, most of us don't. Why not? <laughs> but, okay. Most of us. I'm almost all of us did. I I used to brag that I could remember that because I used to like be like, oh, I, I have the best memory. I remember being born. You lied. I, oh, I was lying. I was a You're total liar. Fucking liar. I was a fucking liar. But people, but I told it to uh, my <laughs> first grade class, and they all believe me because they're all idiots. Yeah. Um, Do you think people get that we're referencing Fargo when we say that? Because we say that a lot. You're a, f- You're a fucking liar. Fucking liar. Um, go go rewatch that movie. It's fucking great. You know, if you don't understand that reference, then you're a f- fucking liar. And you've all seen Fargo. Nah, I don't. It's pretty good. Go watch that movie. That movie's tight. It's that movie's very, dope very as hell. Good. I never saw the TV show, but apparently it's great. Okay, so real quick, because I know we have to wrap up kind of quickly here, but um, that's actually a good example of how. So the collective unconscious, uh, the archetypes that exist in the collective unconscious. Uh, the fact that they are these themes or motifs that help guide us through past experiences and understand how to navigate future experiences, um, that's also reflected in fiction pretty heavily, like very heavily. Uh, That's why you see archetypes at play in comic books uh, in a pretty formulaic way. So like Superman, right? Yes, uh, the last son of Krypton. The last son of Krypton. So he's a hero. The man of tomorrow. The man of tomorrow. He's a hero. The archetype that he represents is the hero. Mm-hmm. The hero is the main monomyth <clears throat> that Joseph Campbell writes about. And it's, it takes the same form in all cultures. So Superman is just one hero story out of thousands Yeah, that are represented in different cultures. Don't forget Moon Knight. And, and Moon Knight. Superman is Mark Spector. Superman is a classic hero monomyth that's uh, represented by like contemporary American uh, values and media. But that's not the only one. Luke Skywalker is another one. Luke Skywalker is a hero. Star Wars. Star Wars. What about Jar Jar? Where does he fall in? 
Oh man, he's um. <laughs> you know, a lot of know. people think that uh, that he's the main villain or something. There's like some weird like secret Sith Lord. Yeah. And the first time today, I actually read this that that was the plan that he's going to be a secret bad guy. But then, like everyone hated Jar Jar, so they got rid of it. But then again, the, I read on the internet the same thing that a year ago told me that the fucking uh, continents are floating on water. So I mean, who can I believe? Well, don't believe the people who say the continents are floating on water, because that's just dead wrong. I wonder why I read that. I don't know where you read that. That's crazier than, well, it's not crazier than Flat Earth. <laughs> flat Earth is fucking crazy. It's pretty weird. <laughs> Especially because when you get, like, the thing about Flat Earth that's so interesting to me is that, like, it's one thing to be like, okay, I think the Earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what's your, okay, but what about, like, all the different science? And they're like, well, no, there's a dome that protects the earth. Like, there's people who think that there's a dome. Wait, really? Dude, that's what I'm saying. I've looked into it. And there's there are people... I didn't know. I didn't know it went that in-depth. There's this crazy guy who emails Victoria, my roommate, about this. Oh, yeah, okay. I know about that guy. They believe... They, they think that there's a there's dome. There's a dome. There's a gigantic dome. And then, yeah. And then and the scientists are all lying. And you go, well, why would they lie? And then they just change the subject. So, not to get into this, but... <laughs> when I was doing the... <laughs> so stupid what when I was doing the the waiter of the world the first waiter of the world episode against Aaron of the Lanolax Corporation of the Lanolax or- the Corporation podcast. and Aaron was asking me some very good questions that About I couldn't Flat answer yeah. yeah where he's like how does this map look we should probably explain uh, the Lanolax Corporation <laughs> another podcast we do uh, it's a hypothetical podcast that takes place in a universe that's trying to kill you. So yeah. actually, kind of like the universe we live in. Right. <laughs> so uh, one of the one of the one of the, the, the characters is a um, a man who uh, it's very hard to explain. It's the he, Earth, he's it's a, a deity of of flat earthers. It's who who flat Earth people believe is holding up the Earth. He's a waiter. He's a waiter. He's a French waiter. He who, doesn't speak French. He doesn't speak French. He just speaks English and in he a drinks shitty water. Yeah, and <laughs> the water of the world falls into his mouth. Yeah. It and makes sense if you, if you listen to... Out of context, it sounds completely It actually doesn't, it doesn't make sense at no. all. <clears throat> but there's a lot of science that, that, that you could go, hey, Flat Earth, what about this? And then they just go... Th- it seems like their main um, defense against that is just go, well, they're lying. Which well, is... When you go, well, no, here's like the equation that proves that. You go, no, well, they're lying. You go, all right. You know if what? If your main argument against a, like a belief system... Is, is that, that the people who are saying it are lying? Then you have no fucking argument. No, you, well, they're not telling the truth. They've been lying to you. So we need to do an episode on the philosophy of science at some point. Oh, God. I know, I know. You hate it, but it'll I help you understand why you're right. Science. Science is the biggest crock of shit. That's why I'm a flat earther, dude. <laughs> There's a dome, and it's covering the earth, and I want to shatter it okay, look, with my truth. Okay, then you'll just make the world a, a, a round earth again. Yeah. And then, and then, who do you have to thank for that? Science. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Defeated again by science. Listen. What? I'm trying to listen. Let's try to fo- let's Earth. focus on this. Let's focus on this thing with the, with the collective unconscious. Well, I'm trying to. You keep bringing up Moon Knight and for some myths. reason. I didn't bring up Moon Jake Knight Spe- at all. No, Jake. His name is Mark Spector. Jake Lockley. Uh, he has multiple personality. Those are two different names. Yeah, he has multiple personality disorder. I hate this. No, there's Jake. There's Mark. I don't care about Jake or Mark. Okay. He worships Khonshu. It's Shut up. God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> it's rules. Just to get this over with. 
The, that was a great way to wrap up a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just yelling at each other. So just get just to get this over with. Let's get this over so with. So what happens? We have this collective fucking unconscious, and that brings up, then that somehow creates That's Luke where myths Skywalker. come from. That's where myths come from. That. Okay. So what do you mean by that? I'm just fucking. Okay. I just okay. wanted to say everything you said was a lie. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. Gaslighting Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I learned about the gaslighting Ben. Eh, well, I don't know. <laughs> but do you really think that? And then Ben explodes and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> the, the amount of time on this podcast, I don't know if people are really aware of this. The amount of time on this fucking podcast that I'm laughing so goddamn hard silently off the mic. So many Because Ben is so mad and I just can't stop laughing at you, <laughs> my friend. You're really good at. You're really good at <laughs> fucking pissing me off. Yeah, I've known you for 20 years, Ben. Uh, all right. Listen. What? I'm trying to listen. So the... All I do is listen. So myths. Yes. Okay. Myths come from the collective unconscious. Ragnarok. That's, that's the main point. Yeah, Ragnarok. Okay. The end let's, of days. Let's talk about fucking Ragnarok, sure. bitch. Let's talk about it, motherfucker. All right. So... What, what's up with Ragnarok? What happens in Ragnarok? It's a, it's a death cycle for the gods. It's a death cycle. Yeah. Okay. What happens? Um, the gods are... are what gods? Hold on. The Norse gods. The Norse gods. These fucking guys. Mm-hmm. They, um, <clears throat> they all fight these different, uh, you know, uh, different monsters, and they fight themselves, and eventually they destroy everything, and uh-huh. the cycle begins again. And the cycle starts up again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... What a bummer. Kind like of. the Midgard serpent. You kill him, you also die, and then you just have to do the whole thing again. Balder, and that fucking guy gets fucking crucified. Yeah, but it happens. Talk about the collective unconsciousness. So, yeah, so bitch. Balder gets crucified. Yeah. Right? What happens to Balder exactly? He gets, um, he gets stuck in, like, he gets, like, pinned to a tree, and then I believe he gets, like, stabbed in the side by Loki with some kind of weird thing. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So who else gets fucking pinned to some wooden object and stabbed in the side. Uh, Jewish carpenter died for your sins. Yeah. Hurt him. Yeah, his name's Jesus Christ, Ben. Yeah. If you let him into your fucking <laughs> Jew heart. <laughs> Does Balder come back to life? I think so. Yeah. Jesus comes back to life, too. What? Yeah. You heard of this? Funny, I had no idea. <laughs> I yeah. just missed the entire... Oh, I was so mad because they killed him, but he brought the... Oh, then who cares? I'm just so happy. Right. So who else comes back to life? Uh, Thor... Thor comes back to life. Well, we, I mean, well, in in the, uh, the Superman the comes back cycle, to life. I mean, I mean I don't, he doesn't come back to life in the Ragnarok psych story, but in the cycle, it implies. Doesn't Superman come back. come back to life? Yeah, he's killed by Doomsday. Fuck and out, then man. he comes back to life. Yeah. Okay. Dionysus comes back to life. Uh-huh. Osiris comes back to life. Yeah, the Egyptians I talked about. Earlier. Yeah, the Egyptians. So you see this same theme happening happening over and over and over again. Yeah. You have this idea of a of a hero. It's a. Uh, this guy, it's usually a male because that's how it happened back in the day. So that's how, that's what's interesting too, is that like anyone who's complaining about like, why isn't it a woman? Well, it's because the way our lives were structured back in the day, it was like the men who fucking did everything, who had to go out and hunt, who had to go out and and be in the face of danger. And they come back and their wife's nagging them and it's like, bitch, I just, a little kind of, but also crucified a God. I just crucified Balder and you're going to fucking, yeah. Well, so in your mouth, you know, the thing is, is that, you know how guys are, yeah. <laughs> but the point is, is that how dated does it seem right yeah. to us now? Uh-huh. Well, the reason why it's so dated is because it's, it's drawing from a well that's like thousands of years old. Yeah. And guess who's been fucking contributing to that well the longest men. 
basically, yeah. It's like you always say, Ben, there's only two genders. <laughs> and men are the best. Remember saying that? Well, we no, that I, this podcast, I never said that. Well, you said it. We edited it out. But, you know, it's like <laughs> our, our editor, uh, Mitch Longstocking, did it. I thought you were going to say Mikulsha. Mr. Mikulsha, if he was our editor, he'd probably be okay. Yeah. But so the the point, though, is the point? that uh, because it seems so dated, that's sort of proof that it's tied to um, just how contingent it is yeah. on history. And the fact that if we change our history and change things where our myths change, our collective unconscious changes, then the stories will come out different. Yeah, but that takes thousands of years. Well, because it's on on got, an evolutionary. Nothing but time, brother. Well, I mean, not not really. None of us do. We're all going to die in about twenty years. No, my mom's not. <laughs> yes, that's right. Your mom is eternal. Yeah, she's a nice lady. Doesn't she? She doesn't deserve to die. She's nice. Of course, she doesn't. No one. None of us deserve to die. Real well. Yeah, a lot of us deserve to die. Does. Yeah, but they never killed a Unabomber. No, he's still alive. Yeah. But your mom doesn't deserve to die. No, she's not a Unabomber. And if you have fucking and try to imply she is, I'll sue you. Well, <laughs> she's got alibis and she had nothing to do with it. I looked into it. <laughs> I said to myself, I know they caught Kaczynski, but perhaps my mother, Madeline, yeah. was the real brains behind the operation. But turns out she wasn't. <laughs> Pretty rock solid alibi, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, turns, I don't doubt turns it. Turns out she was raising three kids. T- takes a lot out of you. Takes a lot out of you, yeah. Have time to blow up. Uh, She'd be people. really resourceful, though, if she actually planned some bombing campaigns. She'd be a horrible unibomber. She'd be the worst. <laughs> she would be so bad. I mean, I think I said this. I've said it before on this podcast, I think, with this whole thing people do where they talk about how, like, oh, my mom is, like, the strongest woman I know. My mom is the weakest human being. <laughs> she just is. It's not a bad thing. She's just physically the weakest person. she's the weakest. She's she the is. least unibombery per- person. I know, but, like, time. I remember being 10 and, like, having to open jars for her and being like, this is really weird that you can't open a spaghetti jar. Or well, maybe she jar. learned from her physical weakness uh, to make pipe bombs that just exploded pickle jars. You know what, dude? Honestly, them up. <laughs> you're really making a case for my mother being a Unabomber. Yeah, I think your mom's a Unabomber. Fuck, dude, if she's a Unabomber, I'd be humiliated. Well, I don't know. It's not that It's not that bad. Well, I mean, it's That's kind of tight. I wish my mom was a Unabomber. Your mom? Yeah. Yeah, she probably sent him to fucking restaurants she had complaints about. No, no instead mom. she's just Carlos the Jackal. Of <laughs> He's the Jackal? He's the your Jackal. Mom? Yeah. God, what if your mom was like a drug kingpin and she was like 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 smuggling people Ah, so tight. Be kind of I'd help her. Fuck. You? Yeah. Why? Because. Fuck it. Who cares? Mm, fair enough. Anyway. That's all I got. So Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell, Carl Jung. The hero with a thousand faces. Yeah. So basically, the the hero myth is one of many myths that are repeated. Star Wars, man. That's what that, that fucking Lucas guy did. George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas, yeah. Uh... Luke Skywalker, he's uh, he's a hero. He's this guy who uh, starts kind of stupid and uh, doesn't even believe in the Force. Doesn't really believe in it. Doesn't know what's going on. He gets a call to adventure. All right, he follows it. He goes through this trial where he sees his mentor die. Right, uh, he has to find himself. He uh, gains his own strength. Comes back, tells everyone what he found. Uh, how to conquer death in some way, right? Yeah. So that that's like the, the whatever, however you frame it, it's the Jedi Force, or it's the life everlasting, or it's 
you know, Krishna telling uh, some guy that, uh, you know, he's the destroyer of worlds or it's Balder being crucified on a tree and then coming back and saying, hey, you know, Ragnarok is off and we're starting all over again. Um, it's the same story over, over and over, over again. It's the same story. Years ago, um, and it, it made a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me kind of uh, figure out George Lucas. Yeah. Years ago, let's listen to the Ron and Fez show. Ron, I know it well. Yeah. Ron Bennington, my hero. Yeah. He was at a Moon Tower last year. Mm-hmm. That's your hero? He's my hero. So, yeah, Ron yeah. Bennington. 100%. And I remember I saw him at, uh, at Moon Tower. I watched him uh, interview Eddie Pepitone, mm-hmm. who is uh, is not a hero, but but gives me hope. Yeah. And so I like them both. So I watched him. It's fucking great. And He's called, Eddie Pepitone is called what? The, the Bitter Buddha. The Bitter Buddha. The Buddha is another hero figure. Goes yeah. through the same shit that yeah. Jesus did. Yeah. And Dionysus did. And Osiris did. And all these yeah. dudes. Yeah. That's what Eddie Pepitone did. Mm. So, Eddie Pepitone did it, too. It's been... <laughs> 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 so Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was, I was, uh, we went to the. Uh, there was this, you know, a big after party every year. It's fucking bar. Mm-hmm. So I went there. It's fucking bar. Just drunk. Just <laughs> fucking fucked up, dude. Yeah. And um, I saw. I was I was in the crowd, and I kind of turned, and Ron Bennington kind of turned, and like we just looked at each other, mm-hmm. and I was like. I love you. <laughs> I told him I loved him. Yeah. He what did he like, say? He's like, thanks, man. We shook hands. That's cool. We're in our separate ways. I mean, I wasn't going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I mean, talk, he didn't want to talk to me. I would never want to talk to someone I just told I love them. Yeah. Hey, I love you. That's why and he's like, oh, you want to talk about it? Absolutely well, that's, not. That's why you end conversations yeah. with saying, okay, I love you, mom. <laughs> hang up. Because no one wants to, someone tells them they love me and they want to keep talking. Ugh, what, do, what do you want from me? So not many people get to tell uh, their heroes that, that you let you love them. Yeah. So I'm glad I got to do that. The point of the story is that many years ago, I was listening to the Ron and Fez show. Okay. Radio show. Best mm-hmm. radio show of all time. And <clears throat> Ron Bennington was like, cause this is, I Wait, think, is Ron Bennington, Ron from Ron and from, Fez? Yes. Oh, one okay. and the same. So it's a really stupid question, but I had to make sure it's all right. Hey, is Howard Stern, is Howard on Howard Stern? Howard Stern. Yeah, he is, Ben. So they It'd be uh, more like a Stern from is Howard Stern from Stern? Never mind. So they fucking were talking about <laughs> Star Wars. This might have been around when the prequels were coming out, probably like when the last one was coming out. Uh-huh. They're talking about how like awkward all the romantic scenes are. And yeah. Those are the ones that George Lucas wrote. He wrote the first Star Wars and then the prequels. He didn't write Empire or, or Return of the Jedi. Obviously, they were, they were okay. kind of filtered through his his vision, but he didn't actually write the screenplay for those. Wow. But he wrote the screenplay for those prequels. And Ron Dynton was just like, "Well, yeah, I, I know why they're 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 they are the way." Like George Lucas is asexual. Yes, <laughs> like when you when you and I would laugh. I thought about it. I'm like, when you read, like when you like hear that dialogue, I'm talking. It's like, yeah. I, I'm I'm sure he has he has love for his children and and and, and the people in, in in his life. But I, I don't think George Lucas has a sexual bone in his body. I don't think he feels lust. Well, I don't know about that. I'm saying it. Okay, fine. But I don't think that's necessarily true. It could be true. 
I just don't think that... Uh, I'm saying it's 100% true. Okay. I don't think it can translate necessarily well into a screenplay, because that's not his thing. He's not a romantic dude. Saying he's that asexual. He's, that's not necessarily the same thing as saying he's aromantic. He could be. He could be very sexual. Yeah, gross. a sexual being. Imagine that guy. <laughs> but he's just not good at and sucking. Ugh. Ugh. Imagine. No, stop. But ugh. I didn't do any. What would I do? You it's your collective unconsciousness. Well, it's yeah, it's our collective unconsciousness trying to imagine George Lucas never fucking. I wish I was. As- I wish I was asexual so bad. I feel like I'd get so much work done. Well, yeah. Well, if you're really asexual, but I don't think he's actually asexual. I think he's just bad at writing romantic dialogue. I think he's like 50% asexual. I think at one point in his life, he had romantic and sexual thoughts, and now he just doesn't. Wouldn't that be nice? I don't know, man. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older, Ben? You wouldn't have to wait so long. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older and we could write some Star Wars prequels? And maybe we could watch Anakin has sex with Amidala, but we can't because you're asexual. <laughs> All right, I think we got to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, may as well, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I, I have no opinion on the sexuality of George Lucas. How could you not? It's fascinating. The sexuality of George Lucas... I'm really not fascinated by it, dude. I'm going to Google care. the sexuality of George Lucas. I really oh, don't want to know. Earlier, the way I, that I, I disproved that thing you said about the uh, the continents floating, uh, the way that I uh, looked it up is I Googled, is North America floating? Uh-huh. It's not. Yeah, I know. What was that? I really want to find that website, that article. I wonder where I got that from. Listen, if you find out We'll post it on. I always whatever. thought they were fucking not doing that, and then the internet told me they were. That's not true. But I know it's not true. I know it now, thanks to this podcast. Well, good. I'm glad. So you learned something. Finally. Fucking fuck yeah. Yeah. This has been I Learned Nothing. A podcast. Episode 30. Yeah. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. The archetypes. Just some skinny readers, bitch. Skinny readers, hell yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, we should, we should, as soon as this is done, let's go get some fucking skinny readers. We should get some skinny readers. Nah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I hate them. All right. Uh, I hate making them. No one ever likes them. Listen, folks, if you stuck with us this far. Also, listen, folks, if you order a skinny Rita at a goddamn bar, mm. it's not gonna taste sweet. It's what a fucking skinny Rita is. No, I'm it so sucks. Sick of these skinny Ritas are terrible. I'm so sick of these skinny Ritas being sent back. Hey, stupid, order a margarita. I'm pretty good are at making them. Are people ordering skinny Ritas? Not in, not at the bar I work at now, but back in the day they used to. And it's like, dude, fucking like, this is why they're called skinny Rita's stupid. Order a margarita. I'll make it for you. It's They're pretty easy to make. They're pre- much make, better, too. Yeah, we pre-make the sweet and sour. That's like two seconds. Here's what it is. You fucking put uh, tequila in there, some triple sec, <laughs> some goddamn sweet and sour. I put an orange juice and a little bit of Sprite, a little bit of soda on top. It's great. That's not a, that's not a margarita, though. It's, it's a margarita. It's a... What a, it's a whatever Rita. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, Dan. How do you fucking make your margaritas? I don't know, but it's not Sprite and orange juice. I do. A, I kick it up a notch. I make it super sweet, dude. Oh, okay, fucking Guy Fieri, a fucking margaritas over here. How do you make a margarita? Fieri Ritas. What do you think a margarita is? It's. I don't fucking care, dude. I don't know. Oh, Ooh. oh, looks like Spanish. Oh, puto. Looks like Spanish Ben over here. 
has waded into a subject he doesn't know anything about. So now, guess what? I'm going to start a goddamn podcast. <laughs> it's called How to Make a Fucking Drink Correctly, Fucker. It's me, me explain it to you. Fucker. You, you casting your doubting glares at me, and then I make the drink, and you drink it, and you have to fucking kiss my feet and say, you were right, Pat. <laughs> You're always right. And I say, thank you, Ben. All right. Well, thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come and in the house and be insulted. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, everyone. You motherfuckers. Thanks to both of you. Uh... Okay, first things first. Yeah. Get on fucking iTunes, bitch. Yeah. And give us a review. Sorry for saying bitch. Yeah. But please give us a review. Five stars, preferably. And let us know how we're doing. <laughs> how we doing? How we doing? Uh, also, <laughs> you can find us <laughs> on Facebook at I Learn Nothing. Uh, can you please, on our website, ilearnnothing.com, uh, which yeah. has our bios. Has our bios. Can you please make a link, like a little tab at the top that says... How you doing? Like yeah. You click on it and it's just us smiling. There's just nothing on it. You know what? I'll do that tonight. Please. Um, yeah. Go to our website. You can find <laughs> you can find a page asking uh, asking you, "How are we doing? How you doing?" And you can say pretty good or "How mm, so bad?" And then we'll release the our the findings at the end of the year. And then you can also find my study. You can find my thesis there if you want to read it. Oh yeah. Also, uh, check us out on uh, yeah Facebook. I learn nothing. Twitter. I learn nothing. Uh, Instagram. So we make a big deal about this, but uh, you know we're gonna kill this guy. Blah blah blah. Who has uh, I learn nothing? We've kind of given up on this thing. So just find us on <laughs> on I learn nothing Instagram. Uh, I learn nothing podcast. And where else? Oh, the Twitter website. We got a we got a Twitter. Also, we're on TuneIn, which is another platform you can check us out on. And it's we're TuneIn. It's a thing where people can find us. All right, just don't complain. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna put out a Patreon soon. So if you want to support us, that'd be great. We'd love it. Uh, and we'll put uh, some extra stuff on behind the paywall. Uh, like what? Well, like you explaining Superman. As far as I've heard of this. Well, that's why because that's why you don't run the shit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, I run it for us. Anyway, check it out uh, and uh, give us money, bitch. All right, bye. At Gristleporn on Twitter. At Gristleporn. At Pat Dean on Twitter. Guess which ones is which. <laughs> and just try to love yourself, man, and fucking support your local comic book um, stores. Collective unconscious, bitch. Bitch. International.